0: Chapter 28 of King Mambo. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, BC. King Mambo by Paul Du Chaloux. Chapter 28. Departure from the slaves' plantations, arrival at King Mambo's, a warm greeting from the old king, his sacred promise never to part with his slaves. Farewell to him and his people. The evening of our arrival, all my hunters and their wives and all the slaves on the plantations came to spend the evening with me. Rigundo. Boshoria, Ngola, Ugla, and Kwabi stood beside me. Before us on the ground were the four tusks of the elephants we had killed, and their two tails. There was great excitement among the people. They had remarked this time also that after my departure the clock had stopped, and were persuaded more than ever THAT THE NOISE OF ITS TICK WAS MADE BY SPIRITS INSIDE, THAT THESE HAD LEFT TO FOLLOW ME, BUT THAT NOW I HAD RETURNED, THEY ALSO HAD COME BACK TO DWELL THEREIN AGAIN. THE SAME HAD HAPPENED BEFORE, WHEN I HAD GONE WITH MY HUNTERS TO SHOOT NAGINAS. NO ONE DURING MY ABSENCE HAD DARED TO COME NEAR THE cock. They were even afraid to go under the veranda of the house. All my goods I found where I had left them. In the midst of deep silence, my hunters recounted all that had taken place since we had left the plantation. They omitted nothing, and the dear slaves thought they were the greatest men that had ever existed, for they had traveled with the Oguzi it was very late when they all bade me good-night and left after they were gone and i had retired i heard the voice of rigundo thanking the spirits of his forefathers that every one had come back safely and he told them also how happy he was to see the Oguzi once more after a few days hunting and shooting in the neighborhood of the plantation seeing only birds and animals that i found before i considered it time to leave the place and one day i said to rigundo and to my faithful hunters that i must return to king mombo i began to pack the birds and animals i had stuffed also the butterflies and insects i had collected the news spread fast among the people that I was getting ready to go away. Preparations were immediately made for my departure. A great quantity of food was prepared for King Mambo. That evening, every man, woman, and child had gathered round my little house. Rigondo, Oshiro, Nigola, Ogula, and "'Bobby were seated as close to me as they could get. "'All were silent, and sadness was on their faces. "'They knew that Oguzi was going away, "'and that they would never see him again. "'They loved me, and I loved them in return. "'We love those who love us, "'and if one has friends, he is sure to be friendly himself.' above all we love those who are kind to us i broke the painful silence and said aloud rigundo and Oshuria, nagola kwabi ogula and you men women and children that are around me tonight you have all been kind to me i love you all at these words they all shouted with one voice Oh, Goosey, we love you. We love you. Then came another pause, and I said, We have all had a good time together. You have taken great care of me. I have been very happy when with you. The best you had, you have given to me. No man has trapped or killed game that he has not brought to me first. I would have a bad heart if i did not love you but the Oguzi must soon leave you for he must go and see other countries i will tell mombo how good you have been to me and that you are all my friends and i will make him promise me and take as his witnesses the spirits of his ancestors and that he will let you die on his plantations and never sell you or give you away as payment for wives for indemnity or in exchange for canoes or anything else they listened to my words in breathless silence and then with one voice cried thank you Oguzi. you are a good Oguzi." after they had become quiet again i continued "Tomorrow morrow i shall leave you and go back to King Mambo, at which my hunters, Rigondo, and others shouted, We are going with you. After I have left you, I continued, I want you to remember the Oguzi, for I shall never forget you, and when I go back to the country of the Oguzis, I will tell them what friends we were, how we hunted together, and how we spent many evenings round the bright fires. When I spoke these words, one could have heard a leaf fall on the ground. Then an old slave got up and said, O Guzi, stay with us a little longer. And my hunters, looking tenderly at me, added, We will go again with you into the great forest and hunt elephants and ningas and other wild beasts But I replied, I have to go far, far away towards the country where the sun rises, before I return to the land of the Oguzis, who are waiting for me to hear the news about what I have seen in the great forest. Then another slave arose and said, Oguzi, give to each of us some of your hair. We will keep it to remember you by and show it to strangers to prove that you have been among us. Otherwise they will not believe us. But when they see your hair, they will know that they have never seen the like. These words were greeted with a great shout of approbation. I began to pull my hair out one hair at a time. I gave to each man one hair my hair had grown very long and hung on my shoulders i could not have given a greater present to these people no brass kettle even had the same value in their eyes to regundo oshiria ogula nogola and kwabi who had been my constant companions i gave three hairs each after this, I distributed among the women all the beads I had. To Rigundo's wife and to each of the wives of my hunters, I gave a small looking glass. Then they all went to their quarters, saying, Good night, good Oguzi. Early the next morning, everyone was on the river bank to bid goodbye to me, the women bringing presents of mats and food. Rigundo, Oshiria, Gola, Kwabi, and Ogula were in my canoe, with the elephant tusks and tails. After I was in the canoe, I stood up and held Omemba in my right hand, so that all the people could see the stick of King Mumbo. I gave the order for departure, and immediately my hunters fired their guns. While ashore, other men fired also, and others beat the tom-toms. The noise was deafening as gun after gun was fired. The last words I heard after the guns ceased firing and all the tom-toms were still were, Goodbye, Oguzi. come back to us. Three canoes loaded with bunches of plantains, manik, and all kinds of food for King Mambo followed us. The little American flag, which I always carried with me, floated proudly on the breeze at the stern of my canoe and displayed its stars and stripes. Wherever I went, I took the precious flag with me. My hunters were on a high glee, for they knew that the heart of King Mombo, their master, would be glad when he saw the big elephant tusks. and Oshoria said, I think King Mambo will be able to buy six slaves with the goods he will get for the four tusks and marry several women also. Nagola suggested that possibly Mambo might barter the tusks for guns so that he could arm his people and be more powerful in case of war. Then came a pause and all shouted, We are men, we are men, the great Oguzi is our friend. They fired their guns, and the tom-toms beat louder than ever. The paddling was renewed with more vigor than before. At last King Mambo's village came in sight. The men sang louder than ever as we neared the place. The tom-toms beat. Rigundo and Oshoria stood up and began to gastilate in the wildest possible manner my other hunters followed their example and all saying we come back with the Oguzi. great indeed is king Mambo, and repeated the same thing over and over again the men paddled with such force that two-thirds of our canoe was out of the water when we landed the men shouting again as they stepped ashore we are men we are men i landed holding omemba in my right hand king mombo was on the shore to receive me beating his kendo and calling on the spirits of his ancestors to come and see the sight mombo wore a waistcoat and a coat but no shirt or trousers we embraced each other amid the shouts of his people who had also come to welcome me back Many tom-toms were beating violently in the village, and guns were fired to celebrate my return. The people were wild with excitement. King Mombo led me to the big building where the people were accustomed to meet and bade me take a seat by his side. We were surrounded by a great crowd. Then Rigundo, Oshoria, Gola, Ogula, and Kwabi came forward with the four elephant tusks and laid them on the ground at the feet of King Mambo, whose face beamed with pleasure at the sight. The two big tusks, said Oshoria, are from an elephant the Ozuri and I killed. The two others are from an elephant which Nagola, Ogula, and Kwabi killed. Here are the tails. They are not yet quite dried other slaves followed and laid before the king two boars an antelope two gazelles three monkeys and a quantity of dried fish the sight delighted the old king who was fond of good living and disliked guamba i can see that you love me and that you do not forget me my slaves he said pointing to the pile of food then ensued a great stillness. King Mombo rose and shouted, Look at me, my people! Look at Mombo, your chief! Look at the Oguzi! Never did an Oguzi visit our forefathers, to which the people shouted in return, Great indeed is King Mambo! Then Rigondo recounted in a loud voice, so that everybody could hear how I arrived at the plantation, how I showed him King Mambo's stick and all that had happened during the time I was with them. The King congratulated Oshoria, Ogula, N'gola, Kwabi on their success in hunting elephants. Turning to Rigando, he said, You, my old and faithful slave, i love you and i trust you i am glad you came with the oguzi in your days you were a great elephant hunter also you and i have grown old together oshoria next rose and told of our hunting and how one day i disappeared in the forest and they did not see me for three days during which they all believed i had changed my form IN THE EVENING THERE WAS A GREAT WAR DANCE FOR WHICH THE MEN PUT ON THEIR WAR PAINT. SEVERAL TIMES THEY FORMED A RING ROUND ME, DANCING AND BENDING LOW THEIR BODIES, AND SINGING, YOU ARE A GREAT OGUZI, YOU ARE A GOOD OGUZI, YOU ARE A FRIEND OF KING MAMBO. KING MAMBO IS A GREAT KING ABOVE ALL OTHER KINGS. Two days after my reception, found me again under the big roof, seated by the side of King Mambo, with a great crowd of people round us. I rose from my seat and said, King Mambo, soon I am going to leave your country. I return to you, O Memba. It has been of great service to me. I thank you for it, King. You have been good and kind to me. I love you. You have given me food when I was hungry, water when I was thirsty, a house to rest and sleep in. All your people have been kind and good to me. Then I called Rigundo, Oshoria, Negola, Ogula, and Kwabi and bade them stand by my side i bade the other slaves that had come with me come near me a deep silence followed and in a loud voice so that the people could hear i said king mambo the ogusi wants you to make him a solemn promise and to call on the spirits of your forefathers whom you venerate and worship to be witness of your promise promise me king mambo that no matter what happens, you will never sell Rigondo, Oshoria, Ogula, nigola Kwabi, or their wives, or any of the other slaves living on the plantations where I have been. Promise me that you will let them die where they have their home. These men and women were born free as you were, and were sold into slavery by their parents, relations or by the people of their tribe for one reason or another then i stopped the tom-toms began to beat furiously the drummers singing war songs at the same time then came a great silence in the midst of which king mambo rose and spoke in a loud voice as follows oguzi i promise that i will never sell rigondo Oshoria, ogula negola or kwabi or their wives that i will never sell the slaves that are your friends and are living today on the plantations where you have been after these words he paused then he called upon the spirits of his ancestors to witness the promise he had just made to me he called first on the spirit of olenda then on that of Ratanu, then upon the spirit of Ronpano, twice, of Shololamba, three times, of Aduma, four times. These had been great men and had accomplished valiant deeds in their day, which had been repeated to the people generation after generation. The spirits upon which he called several times had died long ago. And Oduma, upon whom he had called four times, was the father of the clan and had died long, long ago. In the great forest, each tribe is divided into a number of clans, each clan having its chief. After King Mambo had sat down, a great shout arose, and Rigondo. And my hunters, Oshiria, Ogula, Nagola, and Kwabi, fell at my feet and clasped them, and looked me in the face without saying a word. But their eyes spoke and told me of their gratitude. Then they prostrated themselves before King Mambo, and said to him, Master, we love you, and we are your faithful slaves, and took hold of his feet. I thanked King Bombo for his promise, and when I embraced him, a great shout arose among his people. Then the tom-toms beat violently, and we all separated. The following evening, when it was quite dark, Rigundo, Oshoya, Ogula, Nagola, and Kwabi came into my hut, as I had told them to do. All the people were asleep and no one had seen them come in. I gave them powder and presents for them and their wives. They implored me to tell no one that I had given them presents, saying people might become jealous and bewitch them. A few days afterwards, Rigundo, my hunters, and all the people who had come with me returned to King Mombo's plantation. I accompanied them to their canoe and bade them a friendly farewell. After they had gone, I made preparations for my departure. King Mambo was to give me canoes and men to take me to Rotembo, a great chief living far up the Ogabi River. When I had bid farewell to King Mambo, he and his people followed me to the bank of the river, Before I embarked in my canoe, Mambo took hold of both my hands. His mouth was filled with the ochre upon which the skull of his ancestor rested, and he blew it over my hands, invoking at the same time his ancestor's spirits. Soon after, I was out of sight. End of chapter 28 Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. End of King Mambo by Paul Du Chalou